Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thanks so much for deciding to listen to this week's episode. Yeah, uh, what we have in store for you this week, well, I shall tell you. Yeah, um, we have the six-minute shout-out. That's what I think I'm going to call this. Uh, <laughs> and again, must must make sure I don't give too much away. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, one thing that I, I did say, because it, it's, it's kind of an adult's thing, adults only, um, I, I said it was South Park humour, although that, that's probably not the best way to describe it. I, I basically used South Park as kind of an age guideline, as, as I like South Park, and it's, it's, it's that kind of um, level of humour. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's reminiscent of South Park, but it is animated. That's, that's all I'm going to tell you. I, I, don't, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> anyway, uh, and I, I talk about the film Corpse Bride, uh, you may remember that was the film that was selected for me last week. It's, it's just randomly selected by this random website that I use. Yeah, um, and, and it's, it's, it's fascinating because for once I'm going to be talking about a film that I have seen a few times previously. Because up until now, the, the, the opening segment where I talk about films, um, I've, I've been getting lots of films that I haven't actually heard of. So... Um, it's interesting that I'm able to talk about a film that I've actually seen before, um, but it's even more interesting because the film I've got coming up for next week, again, not going to spoil it yet, but um, it's a film that I have heard of, but I haven't seen it. So yeah, um, you'll get to find out what that is coming up soon. Uh, yeah, I talk about Beluga Weekly number 112, another episode that I wasn't particularly fond of. Uh this is one of the more bland Beluga Weeklies, uh, and it's an example of how I can get pretty lazy, and my inspiration isn't always quite in my favour, <laughs> my my own inspiration. Um, and uh, apart from that, I just talked about uh, comics and uh, podcasts. <laughs> that's, that's all I could um, think of to fill the last segment. But yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely worth listening to. Please please don't 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 go and listen to this American Life or whatever. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm going to make you want to listen to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, all of that and more is coming up. So uh, let's get on with the first segment. I'm, I'm going to tell you uh, what it was like uh, sitting down and watching Corpse Bride. Okay, so Corpse Bride, 2005, the uh, animated film by Tim Burton. Uh, yeah, I actually have a little bit of a story, because I, I can remember when this came out, and um, I, I sort of considered going to see it, because I, I was about to 
uh, pop out to the cinema with my dad, and we were sort of just you know working out what to go and see right at the last, you know sort of at the last minute. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I was listening to uh, Mark Kermode's reviews, and uh, he 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 was very positive about the, about this film. Um, he, he he complimented the creativity and um, the the inventive storytelling and and how original it was. Um, but um, it's funny because a few things that he described in it just made me think a bit... Because you know, I, I, I was in that, that kind of mood where I thought, I, I really need something to lift my spirits and you know, make me uh, f- feel happy. Feel, you know. um, but there didn't seem to be that many films that had that kind of... Um, like from what I was looking at, I think Broken Flowers was also out at the same time, which is a really good film. But as I say, I just wanted I wanted something that that would, um, yeah, that, um, sort of cheer me up a bit. I, I, I don't know why. I was just I was feeling a bit worried and a bit. I think it was to do with college. I, I was I was not having a good time uh, with my coursework. But um, I I didn't go to see Corpse Bride. I think. I went to see Legend of Zorro instead. <laughs> yeah, so in hindsight, any film would have been better than that. So yeah, uh, my mistake. Um, but yeah, so uh, a, a couple of years later, I think, um, I rented a DVD copy of Corpse Bride because you know, I heard so many people say great things about it. People who had seen it were telling me it's, it's really worth seeing. Um, and I was thinking, yeah, because I really should have gone to see this one. I think this this is the film that would have cheered me up. <laughs> but yeah, um, and I watched it, and I thought, you know, this this is a decent film. It's nothing magnificent. I I really did, you know. I I suppose I thought I was going to enjoy it a lot more, but that's not to say I I, I didn't see it as. You know, I, I agree with Mark Kermode. It, it is inventive. It is clever. Um. I I, I know also um. There's a nostalgia critic video in which Doug Walker says, you know, he talks about Corpse Bride and says it, it, it's good. Um, I think his main problem, he, uh, he said that uh, the uh, the villain is boring and the leads are forgettable. Uh, and I can kind of see where he's coming from, but um, I would say that that was all fine for me because the whole idea of you know, the the, the Part of the the concept, which you know, um, a lot of people really did think was was really cool, is the fact that in this film the world of the living is more kind of morose and glum and, and just just lifeless than the the world of the the dead. You you have this. You, you get to see you know, the. It it does have that. I suppose. Beetlejuice did this. It kind of took an interesting look at what life after death could be like. Um, uh, um, yeah, so uh, that that is a, a really good idea, and I, I really love how in the real world everything is just it, it's kind of like OCD land because everything is is perfectly laid out. They're trying to keep everything perfect. It's like they're, they're trying to maintain a, a, you know a, a really polished style and as a result it's kind of soulless and there's no character to anything um in the in the the land of the living and so when we see the land of the dead 
uh, we, we see a, a lot of asymmetrical designs. Uh, nobody looks anything alike. Everyone has their their own. Their, they all have their own quirks. Like all these undead characters, uh, they they sing and they dance, and um, it is is it's a really kind of lively atmosphere. And I think really. It's it's funny because for a film that I didn't want to go and see when it came out, um, when when I you know upon watching it for the first time, I I was a bit disappointed that they didn't show a bit more of of the, this underworld or this you know because you know it it's uh, it's less than the ninety minutes long, it's not a very long film. I suppose it's funny because I I complained that you know. Kaipoche was too long, and now I'm starting to. See. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose with length, I really feel like it depends. Um, yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I watched it a couple of times when I rented it, so I think I've now watched it three times. Because here's the thing: I'm getting to the point where I have to say, would I watch it again? Uh, and it's a bit hard for me to say, you know, because up until now, I've been seeing films that I've never seen previously, but I've seen this one three times now. So. I I would quite like to see it again. You know, watching it um, this the, the the third time round because you know, it's been a good ten years since I last watched it. Um, I, you know, it brought a lot of things back to me. So, yeah, I, I realised that I'd forgotten a lot of the scenes, and I've forgotten how clever it is. And yeah, and there there, there are some characters. Yeah, you know, I suppose you, you could say that some of the characters are forgettable, but I actually think. That gives it a bit more of that kind of rewatch value. You kind of want want to revisit it and and, and check out all of the neat stuff. So I would. I think it's more likely that I'll see films like the Cell uh, uh, Cell Two One One um, and um, Taguchi. The, the, those are ones that you know, I, I've I've just seen them for the first time, so I feel like I I could go and rewatch those. And I'm probably more likely to. Anyway, um, so now is the time to to find out what the next film is going to be. This is going to be the one that I'll be talking about in the next episode. Um, yeah, and 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 I always do this. It's in the the favourites folder. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Um, so here we go. Uh, for the for the next episode, I will be talking about the film Twenty Four Hour Party People. You know what? I have not seen that. I've heard great things. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those. Uh, you know, all my friends have seen it. <laughs> they all say it's great. So I'll look forward to that. Uh, go away. Um, yeah. So twenty-four hour party people. That's that's going to be coming up in the next episode. I wanted H two O, not C six N A twelve H three. Okay, people. Now it's time to spin the wheel. This is a spare wheel. The other one came off. Uh, where's it going to land? It's, it's still going around. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a YouTube channel this week. I don't know why. I can feel it. Um, oh, oh, it's, it's slowing to a halt. Oh, here it comes. Hot diggity demon. Right, yeah, the YouTuber. Uh, the animation guy. He's worked with uh, the likes of Ego Raptor. Or Aaron Hansen, to give him his real name. Um, yeah, I... I the last one I watched was uh, Isabel Ruins Everything, which is an Animal Crossing parody. That's the kind of thing you get on this. Lots of parodies. Yeah, um, he's done parodies involving all of the characters from My Little Pony. Uh, he's done 
Five Nights at Freddy's, Fazbear and Friends, that, that's what that one was. Uh, if you haven't seen Luigi's Day Out, um, Sonic Too Fast, uh, Jack's Scare Victim, which is The Nightmare Before Christmas parody. So yeah, uh, lots of cartoon parodies. I I just love the design, first of all. Uh, the way these characters are drawn, they're kind of both cute and uh, kind of slightly unnerving. You know, <laughs> a lot of them uh, are kind of they're just they're kind of bad news. And I'm not going to recommend this to younger viewers or anyone who's sensitive. Like if you, if you don't like um, bad language or um, violence, very gory violence. And and also because uh, it it can be um, quite bewildering to see cute creatures that have appeared in children's cartoons and video games uh, behaving like this. But I find it absolutely hilarious. It, it, it's it's very kind of South Park um, sort of drawn together. I, I I say drawn together. I've not actually watched that. <laughs> I hear it's very good, you know, because I, I like South Park and Rick and Morty and all that sort of thing. So I, I, I should probably get around to that. That's, that's probably going to appear on here at some point once I've, once I've actually watched a few episodes. Um, but yeah, um, so um, the the uh, the Mile of the Pony ones, the, they are famous now. <laughs> uh, obviously, um, in the Brony community, I think... Um, Ashley Ball is a fan of this chat. She she actually I think she watches I think she might be a subscriber to this. Um the uh it, it kind of started that uh, this was the first one I ever watched in fact. Um was apple.mov. Um the characters of My Little Pony Friendship of His Magic bring you this cautionary tale about the dangers of eating too many apples. Uh, and that one was quite a success. Right now, it's over. Uh, let's see, eleven million views. That's that's how far that one's got. Um, so there was. Um, he ended up doing a follow up to that one called Dress Um So yeah, th th this was the turn of, of of his rarity character. Very. Very crude. Yeah, it's it's all a very crude version. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, so so Apple that that was obviously Applejack. Come on, we 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 know we know our ponies, don't we? Never mind. Um, then there was another one which was yeah. This is quite an infamous YouTube video. Shed. Dot mov. This was the third one, and this was. Uh, this was centered around Fluttershy, or at least th this guy's version of Fluttershy. <laughs> uh, and and we have, um, uh, uh, yeah, th th there was an April Fool's Day um, video that was Spike dot mov. So it it was an animation with Spike, but it 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 goes quite weird at some point. I I don't think I quite got the reference. It wasn't it wasn't something that I was actually familiar with, but. Yeah, um, then there was magic.mov, so Twilight, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, I think that was when, when when we were introduced to 
the robotic Rainbow Dash is the one that goes crush, kill, destroy, swag. And that became a popular internet meme. Um, then there was Party.mov, Pinkie Pie. Oh, yeah, that, that, that is pretty disturbing. These are all right, you know, in their own way, rather disturbing. Then Swag.mov, <laughs> Rainbow Dash. And uh, and I think that was the closer. Um, and I, and I, I didn't really keep up. I have to be honest. I wasn't. I didn't do particularly well in um, uh, keeping myself updated. So I think after that, um, I uh, I watched the Fazbear and Friends episode, which um, which apparently is nine months old. It's not even a year. Oh, it's one of the younger ones. Yeah, the the uh, Animal Crossing one because I I actually do, I've never played Animal Crossing. It's a game, isn't it? I, I think I know that. I I think that's that's what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but yeah, the, it is very funny. <laughs> this this is this is this uh, parody. Um, I I particularly like the ending. So yeah, do go and check out Hot Diggity Demon. But yeah, um, take caution. Don't go and watch it if, if you're sensitive. Yeah, I know what it's like to be sensitive. I used to be very sensitive. But I, you know... Excuse me, as I say, South Park humour. So if, if you're a fan of South Park, then I definitely recommend this. So, Hot Diggity Demon. H-O-T-D-I-G-G-E-D-Y Demon. D-E-M-O-N. I wanted H2O, not C6NA12H3. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fun. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your... Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. 
New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including The Great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. So I was having this conversation with my parents one time, and... Uh, there were chair stories about the places they've been to, some of the hotels they've stayed at and things like that, where, where they've been staying for the weekend. And I, I was told about this place they visited that had a badger cam, because it, it was near the countryside. Um, and so one thing that they, they'd done is they'd installed cameras um, so people could check out... Uh, the badges when they they emerge during the the late hours of the night. Um, the only thing is, uh, it it didn't have night vision enabled. Apparently, there, there was no way of of actually seeing these things. Um, so you'd switch on this live badger cam and just see darkness, basically. Um, that was, that was all you get. And it inspired me to, uh, to make Beluga Weekly number 112. And yeah, um, it, cause it was something that made me laugh when they, when they told me this story and I, I thought, oh, that, that that's definitely going to go into the next comic. Cause yeah, th- this is at a time when. I, I literally had to kind of grab the first idea that I came across because I just spend the entire week working on this one episode of Beluga Weekly. And the thing about this one, 112, it's not much to look at. It's, it's basically just a bunch of shapes put together that, that kind of look like something. I I, I just wanted to draw like... Um, well, I think this 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 TV monitor uh, that says Badger Cam over the top in this red strip, um, what it would look like, and I, I put like a a tiny satellite dish above it. Um, there's also like there's, there's a fake poster. Uh, that's a thought. I, I I don't know where. Um, I, I don't I don't know actually if it's something that I came up with because it's it it's so pushed to the side that you, you can't actually see what's on the poster excuse me uh, save for um the last couple of letters but yeah i mean um it didn't really work as a joke i just you know this was just going to be a single panel joke because uh, that's literally all i could think of for that week and, I, and as i say at first i thought this was a funny idea uh, badger cam and the the 
the main flaw is that you can't see anything because badges are nocturnal, you know. Um, so I, I made it so that the, the monitor's next to the window and you can see that the moon's out. Uh, I also put this little sticker on the screen that says, See wild badgers in their natural habitat. Uh, and obviously you can't see anything. Um, I think it kind of falls flat. It's 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 the kind of thing that... Uh, it, it, it is kind of funny as a shared story, but... Um, that there's nothing there that, that that can sort of work in a in a visual sort of in this sort of of uh, concept. Uh, somehow, it it doesn't seem like a joke, and and I th I think I actually think a lot of my work um, up until very recently has sort of been free of actual actual jokes, because if, if I couldn't really think of of anything, if I couldn't think of a payoff. I couldn't couldn't really come up with. Something that actually worked. That, that you know, it. Um, I I just tend to do that. I tend to resort to just doing something that I think could be interpreted as something funny, but it's not necessarily a uh, kind of a working joke. Um, so yeah, uh, and uh, I I even I, I kind of rushed. Because I, you know, and I still have this nasty habit of trying to draw something, without making sure that I actually know what it looks like, what it, what it should, how it, how it should be drawn. Because I drew a little picture of a badger's face uh, to go uh, on this on this red strip, and it's very poorly designed. I, I I think I had the excuse that it's just meant to be like a little kind of computery image uh, that's that's all programmed into. The software or whatever that that's being run on the um, on the monitor. Uh, so yeah, I, this is one that I, I'm again not entirely happy with. You can kind of see the pattern with this part of the show now. You know, I, I do one that I am happy with and one that I'm not. So yeah, because um, for, for anyone who who probably hasn't been listening to all of these episodes uh, last week. I talked about one of my favourite comic strips that I, I did with the awkward fish, uh, which is something that I I might have to come up with a spin-off because I, I I don't see myself working them into Beluga Weekly uh, for the time being. But I, I really like I really enjoyed doing stuff with those. So you can hear me talking about what what that is in, in the last one because I'm also wondering if I. Um, because I had this idea that, that these that the fish could be in their own book series. Because that, that's one of the many ideas that I'm, I'm considering for, for this year. When I want to do sort of one-off books, I might do a one-off uh, awkward fish book. <laughs> anyway, uh, more on that. You know, if 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 it should um, uh, b become relevant in the near future. I wanted H2O, not C6NA12H3. Earlier on, I was thinking about the possibility of doing a new podcast. Um, and the thing is, uh, that's that's always a bit of a big step, because it's, it's not like this podcast doesn't take up that much of my time. But, I mean, obviously, um, certain ideas come to me, and I'm, I'm thinking, that would actually be... That, that seems like a pretty good idea. and um, Because I... Um, I'm sort of 
re- really trying to be more of a comic book reader. I, I'm not saying that this is something that I have to be because obviously, you know, I don't. But um, as I've, I've been spending time go, uh, going to the comic book club, and that's sort of based off the fact that I, you know, I I, I have a, a quite a large number of comics, but um, I think I'm more fascinated by the medium. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm a huge comic book reader because, you know, I, 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 I go for long periods of time without opening a comic book and having a look. So um, I've been thinking about, because as I really enjoy doing the, the, the movie segment uh, in this podcast, uh, I had an idea that maybe I could also have, I could do, do a segment where I uh, sort of I'd give my thoughts on a certain comic book that I'm sort of working my way through because as there's going to be a Deadpool movie coming out um, I'm, I'm trying to read up on Deadpool because I've never read a Deadpool comic before uh, and I, I, I I kind of got into it and then I, ju- I just suddenly stopped you know life just gets in the way that that's, that's the thing because I, I now own a Deadpool comic that I've, I've read the first because like, it, 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 it's um a novel that that contains like you know the this this particular series of Deadpool comics um i read the first few so so that that's a few issues ticked off the list so i, I did did okay <laughs> but yeah i still have the rest of this book to get through so i thought i might do that um on this podcast but then i thought 6 minutes isn't an awful long time you know it you know it uh, to um to do it, I it, I probably need a bit bit a bit longer to be able to give give all my thoughts on on something like this. So, because yeah, I, I I would probably arrange it so that I'd read uh, another issue and then t- and talk about it for a certain amount of time, and that would be the episode. So it will probably have to be another podcast. Uh, so I might do that. Um, either I, I'm gonna take a few breaks from this one in order to to work on that other one. Um, or then again, I suppose, while this is a weekly podcast, uh, the, this, the, the comic book one, uh, if, if it does happen, I, I've no idea if it would... I'm, I'm probably never going to speak of this again. You know? <laughs> um, but, it, you know, just uh, supposing it does, um, I, I, I think I, I, I would... I'd only do it like maybe once a month or less frequently than that. You never know, <laughs> uh, because I'm just sort of bit by bit working my way through for reading these. Because um, I, I might even because I, I kind of like to organise things so that one year is is focusing on uh, you know one particular title because. It, it takes me a while to get through these things, you know. Um, so, so maybe uh, I might be reading Deadpool this year. Uh, next year might be The Watchmen because that that's one that it, it it's it's one of those big essential titles, and I I, I haven't read it yet. I, <laughs> I I have to admit, yeah, I still still not got around to it yet. Uh, I I don't own a copy. Um, I think my brother's got one because I, I think he tried to re- read it, and I, I don't know how how he got on with that. I, I don't. I don't think he he um, 
I, th- I think I remember him saying his, his problem with comics is it, it's sort of like a book that you have to watch rather than read. <laughs> you know, sort of glancing across at the artwork, and you know, some people love how drawings can tell a story because uh, some of my favourite comics have very little dialogue, which is strange because when I make these when I make my own comics. I rely very heavily on dialogue because I'm, I'm still not. Uh, I suppose I'm trying to make it so that whenever I write comics, I I don't necessarily always use the dialogue. I work out other ways of telling it, but it, it's, it's tricky. But I, I, I do like to. Um, I, I like. I've, I've grown to really love changing things because you know the, it seems like it's never too late to just work out another way of doing something in a comic. Because uh, you can write uh, a line of dialogue in the script, so this is going to be spoken by one of the characters, or at least that's how the script has it. And then when you when you come to putting it all together, you start to think, well, if I, if I draw something here, if I do this, all of a sudden you realise that you can make the exact same amount of sense, you know. Um, this whole thing about actions speak louder than words. Um, sometimes you can just show something visual, no dialogue, and it, it tells the reader the exact same thing that you originally wrote. I wanted H2O, not C6NA12H3. Well, alas, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. And as usual, um, I'm just going to... Uh, give some details about the comic book club. The, the next one is is, um, is is very nearly here. I think I think it's uh, it's going to be next week with, with this this, uh, this 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 coming week. Um, this is at Goblets um, on Above Bar Street in Southampton, uh, the third Thursday of every month. So yeah, um, so as I say, there's another one coming up. Um, it starts at uh, 7 p.m. and usually ends around 10. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, it, it's a lot of fun. There's, um, I, I, I certainly, I've certainly enjoyed uh, getting involved. It's, yeah, um, they they have a Twitter uh, at CBC Sutton. They also have a Facebook, which is just simply Comic Book Club Southampton. So yeah, um, there's that. Uh, also. My website is www.belugatoons.com. B E L U G A T O N S. Yeah, um, and I'm, I'm on various social networks. You can you can find these if you just Google Beluga Tunes. Yeah, uh, simple as that. Uh, in fact, type Beluga Tunes into Google Images because then you'll, you'll be able to see. Um, I'm actually just going to try that myself because. I, uh, I imagine that that means you get to see, um, well, yeah, pretty much everything that I've uploaded. <laughs> uh, mostly, yeah, yeah, um, not not just the comic strips. Uh, think you know, virtually everything that's been put up on my, on my website. It, that that gives you the best idea because it, I, I really get the feeling that a lot of, a lot of you um, don't yet know <laughs> what it is that I do. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's not for me to say. <laughs> uh, but I also have a red bubble store, um, and I, and I I always forget what uh, 
what, what the address of that is. Hang on. Um, when did I? Did I? Uh, oh no, no, I didn't do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, red bubble. Red bubble. Come on. So, so this is where I. I, I put up um, merch. Uh, hang on, sorry. Uh, uh, Redbubble Lugatoons, yeah. So this is redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Lugatoons. Oh, I'm glad I got there eventually. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Do take care and bye bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.